Welcome back to the podcast that rocks weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock and metal alternative and everything in between with me again is go Gretchen. Say hi, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't tell if you were just giving me that as a freebie by it's, it's been it a week. Way. It's been a week. So I'll give you a freebie. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting setup. Um, while the world of music is really Almost at a standstill right now. You'd think things would be so much quieter because no bands are on the road and many bands can't even record new stuff because they can't have access to a studio. Well, that's where just more of the nonsense comes in because there's a lot of big news breaking and it is going to affect a lot of people. Um, The big thing that broke, just jumping right into it, is with Ticketmaster at... Over the past um, couple days, I want to say they did this on Monday, but it might have been over the weekend... Ticketmaster drastically, I mean, drastically changed their um, refund policy and their ticket policy for anyone that buys a ticket to a non-sporting event, including all music, all festivals, all radio shows, anything at an actual event that's not like a sporting event. If you buy a ticket for that and the show is canceled, you can still get a refund. However... The new rule going forward is if you buy a ticket for any non-sporting events, including any concert through Ticketmaster, and the show has been postponed or rescheduled, no matter when it is, even if it's open-ended, you cannot get a refund. I mean, are we surprised that Ticketmaster did this? Yes, I am surprised they would do that. Because all the trouble the Ticketmaster has gone in, gotten in over the years when they were busted ho- the hard way for all their service fees and like the calculated fees that they weren't telling people. And they got just ripped apart and had to give away pretty much free tickets to everyone with a Ticketmaster account. I think that was 2017, something like that. Mm-hmm. You'd think they'd be pay a little more attention to not um, pushing the envelope. And this is way more severe now because this is out in the open. And this is a situation that they've done it during the whole COVID-19 issue around the world because Ticketmaster is not just isolated to the United States. Um, Literally, all of the events that were happening in April, May, and let's just say April and May have been (laughs) postponed. I'll say June yet. No, we don't know. We don't know. Exactly. (laughs) We don't know June. Um, literally all of those events have been postponed every concert, every tour. If they haven't been flat out canceled, we'll get to more mm-hmm. cancellation news later. A good example. And I was talking about this with Gretchen. I was supposed to see Pearl jam April 9th. Mm-hmm. So if I would have bought tickets to that, I'd be screwed. Cause I would have no idea when they're going to post the show or postpone mm-hmm. the show too. What if they do it during the second week of October? And I want to go to aftershock. Well, that's like in this moment, says that they're just postponing but who knows in the grand scheme of things if they'll end up canceling or whatever but even if they do continue with it i don't know if it's going to be at a time that i can go right so and i bought tickets to that one yeah for the in this moment black bill brides tour correct yeah and so So, they're saying it's postponed but if it's for a date that i can't make it right i'm up the creek without a paddle and that's not on in this moment either. That's not on no, labels. No, that's or not on like in that. this moment. Because they made the first schedule because they could people could honestly say, well, I couldn't make the first one, so why do I care? Mm-hmm. That's not the point. They made yeah. schedules. They're trying to make them postpone them until dates people know they know they can perform with after mm-hmm. this whole pandemic situation 
is hopefully the curve is hopefully flattened and we can start planning these things ahead for the fall. Mm -hmm. It's not the band's fault. It's nope. definitely not the buyer's fault. And they could say, oh, well, buyer beware. No, no. this is. And because also it, what, it didn't say that when I bought the tickets. Right. And that's a big question people are having right now, too. Is this going forward, like starting now? So starting uh, Monday, April 13th, today's the 14th, we're recording this. Yeah. So if I buy a Ticketmaster concert ticket on April 14th, so and then they postpone the show, I could be out of luck. I'll just have to sell it on eBay or something like that or StubHub or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's my only option to get my money back. And if that's even if I can. And that's extremely terrible service and capitalizing on well, Ticketmaster is doing it so that way they can keep the money they already have. And oh, yeah. so that way, if they can keep any potential money, and this will go on long after the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So that way in 2025, say Metallica has a big tour, to stadium tour going throughout the US and Canada, and they have to postpone a month of them. Well, sorry, we just, you already paid for the tickets through Ticketmaster. So you'll be good for whenever they postpone the show, but you can't get a refund now. Sorry, it sucks to be you. Yep. I don't know. I mean, see, that's why I'm not surprised though that Ticketmaster would do something shady like this because of the trouble they've gotten in in the past. I'm more surprised because of the how they've done it and that they did it now. Of all times, they did it in the heat of all this going on, and they are directly affected by this too. Mm -hmm. And this is a very devious way to keep the money they have and to make sure that other people who are already reliant on buying their tickets through Ticketmaster. Let's mm -hmm. let's call it like it is i mean Ticketmaster. people are reliant on buying the tickets for so I say they've got a monopoly on the whole whole game the bigger the tour the more likely you're having to get through stuff through Ticketmaster. Mm -hmm. and again this does not affect sporting events from what i understand but every single concert any radio station festival stuff like that yeah that's all through Ticketmaster anyway so that's where you're in a lot of trouble mm -hmm. and i'm surprised well, first of all, everyone's calling them out for it, not just within the music realm, not just within rock and metal fans. This is going all the way up to say, like issues of like front page of USA Today, all on the news sites and everything else, saying how terrible this is and how bad like they are kept trying to capitalize. Or I don't know about capitalize, or just pretty much set, uh, putting a limit on people's ability to buy tickets and plan going forward, and just not considering the consumer in the mm -hmm. middle of another crisis that's going on right now. And it's going to get way worse if they try to pull the card or if they change any other set, any other things saying, oh, um, this is going to be retroactive also. So yeah, Pearl Jam rescheduled their tour for October 4th. Oh, you can't make it Sunday, October 4th? Well, I guess you should have thought about that before you bought a ticket. Mm-hmm. And that's unfair, so. Yeah, extremely. Uh, so I think that's the biggest problem right now. On the flip side of that, also news that broke yesterday was not a devious thing, but also very reliant on the world of live music in the U.S. is with Live Nation. And one of the best articles about this, I'm pretty, I'm going to try to briefly summarize, is that the very top CEOs, the heads of Live Nation who like work in like a big industry right now that run all these venues, all these events throughout the United States, they are completely cutting off a lot of their salary to give to their current employees and to the venues and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. the, C the CEO, oh, what is his name? Sorry, I got to pull this up. 
if I'm correct, CEO Michael Rapino. He has cut off $3 million of his own salary, and other executives are giving up to 50% of their salary to fill in for um, Live Nation venue support to keep credit facility like the facilities running to help with some other employees. They're also trying to help out like get like different loans like to move things around so that way like who they do owe money to like for the ongoing running of business to like help push things around through that. It's all a bunch of cost cutting measures and you can a lot of people say and I see this too like it's not to say this is going to hurt Michael Rapino and others. That man made over eight million dollars in biz in bonuses alone in 2018. Jeez. Bonuses. He set for a while. Yeah. His bonuses were eight point four million. So mm-hmm. to say he can afford three million dollars in just co- like to help compensate other things, he's fine. Mm-hmm. But and Live Nation right now they have insurance uh, and reinsurance policies for canceled events and things like that. But it's not going to cover nearly everything as it's every single event and every single concert in these big Live Nation amphitheaters and arenas and everything else that they have going on. Mm-hmm. The reason I bring this up, though, this is the tale of two very different situations. Whereas Live Nation is in a lot of trouble, but they're trying to figure things out without screwing over the consumer. Ticketmaster is in a lot of trouble, and they are directly affecting how the consumer tries to buy and buy any type of, I don't know what the best word is, just buy a ticket to any show. Right. So where Live Nation is really... At least at this point, Live Nation's in a lot of trouble, or they could be in a lot of trouble if things don't start picking up in the summer. Ticketmaster is in the exact same boat because Mm -hmm. Ticketmaster is bigger, obviously, because they run all the sports shows. But again, there's no sports events happening, period. And that's where a lot of their bread and butter comes from. A lot. So no Ticketmaster for, or no sporting events or music events for Ticketmaster. No one's buying tickets otherwise. Nope. <laughs> so all those fees, the, the service fees that you hear everyone and their mother complain about when you buy a ticket to anything, and sometimes it'll be a $30 service fee on a $50 ticket, and that's not a joke. Mm-hmm. All those service fees, all those funds are gone already. <sighs> and that's what's crazy, too. So yeah. service fees are completely inflated, but at the same time, the CEOs of Ticketmaster of this giant corporation borderline conglomerate of this now too because like you were saying they have a monopoly on most of the ticket industry Uh, they they have such a massive amount of overhead and employees running everything they are the type of company with the big penthouse glass wall offices in la and new york you know with million dollar assistants running around limos everywhere top stop stuff like that for the high class tops of Ticketmaster. it'll be interesting to see if they declare bankruptcy, because they're the type of company, if they declare bankruptcy and they start laying people off, they will just rebound and start Ticketmaster again next next year. The company can oh, still yeah. exist. Live Nation, I don't know. Live Nation might be a situation where if they declare bankruptcy, they might sell off the rights to run events at, I don't know, events in Texas or events in the Southwest or events in Seattle or events up Northeast. Mm -hmm. So that way, if they sell those rights off, they could at least keep some money and bonuses and things like that. Yeah. So this has been a very business discussion on that. However, I wanted to point that out because while Live Nation is at least trying to adjust within, Mm -hmm. Ticketmaster is saying, how can we shake change out of people who already don't have money? Yeah, exactly. Especially after all of this, when people yeah. are like, okay, I'm going to need that money back. Right. 
we're know? all waiting. And, we're all and, hoping for a stimulus check. Yeah. Not, without knowing when it's going to come. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. Ticketmaster is saying, oh, if you do want to buy a ticket from us, now you better really mean it. So mm -hmm. in my mind, it's like, okay, I just won't buy a ticket until I know I can go like a week ahead of time or yeah. I'll just buy directly from the venue the night of. But it's like you said, you know, is this policy going forward or is this for everything, you know, that's happened because of. They quietly changed, which means like they put it into place pretty much mm -hmm. overnight, just like with the clock strikes midnight type of thing. Yeah. So there's nothing to stop them from doing that also. I know that because you can't really say it's a class action lawsuit on a service for mm -hmm. events that were postponed. That's all a very murky gray area because they mm -hmm. sold you. So they sold me a concert ticket for Rage Against the Machine in May. Oh, well, everything was canceled in May. Well, that's not Live Nation's fault. And mm -hmm. that would just be a huge mess in itself. So, yeah, <sighs> it's long story short. Let's all hope that after May, first week of June, or well, middle of May, we start hearing plans of how things will get bidding better because it's right now it's a smack dab middle of April. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, middle of May, we'll start getting plans and hearing about how things will start, hopefully, start getting back to normal, at least in mm -hmm. the very minimal sense. And I get that in the biggest cities, New York, LA, Philadelphia, things are terrible right now. But at the same mm -hmm. time, let's hope that in a month, we could start seeing progress because a lot of things can happen in a month. A lot. Yeah, they could. And and every day predictions are are changing on wild, what's happen, wildly so. changing too. And the other issue is to look at China, look at Italy. You know, mm -hmm. U.S. not only has the most amount of cases, we have the most amount of deaths. However, yeah. we're a nation where our biggest populations throughout the nation are extremely centralized in specific areas. Yeah. And also the best health care is in certain parts of the nation, not in it's not spread out either. Um, mm -hmm. The health care and hospitals in the northeast and out west are far, far more stacked, developed and funded than they are in the south. Yep. Uh, it's it's shockingly drastic, drastically different. So mm -hmm. it's all going to it's going to depend on stuff like that, too. And hopefully next by this time next week the numbers won't keep going up on the death rate. There is a dark thing, so there's no way to transition out of this. Here's a good transition. Sorry, Live Nation. Screw yourself, Ticketmaster. Ugh. There. Sorry there for go. Live Nation, but Ticketmaster, <laughs> you do not deserve any sympathy. Beautiful transition. Speaking of not deserving any sympathy, I have lost any type of patience or really any... Good feeling towards a day to remember in their new album. Ugh. I told Gretchen a little bit about this. Yesterday, they had a Zoom call on Facebook, on their social media. It's probably uploaded to YouTube at this point. I would imagine. Because like this was a very scripted Zoom call with the five of them on Windows. That You could tell this was obviously they were going back and forth their lines. And the key things that I took out of it was their back and forth barbs going, So... Is the album finished yet? No, not yet. Hey, do we have album artwork yet? No, not yet. Well, can we at least put a new song out? Yeah, I guess we could do that. That's the summary. That's pretty much the video. of It's, a six, it's less than 60 seconds long. And all we were told is that we might get another new song. And we, we will. I'm not going to have to save mine. We will get a new song before the album comes out again. 
but you look at it this way this album was supposed to come out in november which means they either scrapped their album artwork and everything else and the album was not even close to being finished back in november so they're saying they're still remixing everything they uh, Jeremy McKinnon said the heaviest song a day to remember has ever done has been is going to be on this album. Meanwhile, hmm. all we've heard is Degenerates and a very, very um, overmixed, overproduced song after that. So regardless of what you think about those songs, I have my opinions about them. Gretchen has her opinions. We all have our opinions about them. But at the same time, this is the worst promotion of an album from a bigger band that I have heard in a long time. Mm-hmm. This is what shocks me. It's like, okay, you told people November, that was the long standing date. You pushed it back at the end of that week. There was a picture of a handwritten note saying we have to delay it to make sure everything's right. Okay. I get that first quarter of uh, 2020. Fine. Whatever. It's now second quarter of 2020, and they said they're still not even done. They don't even have album artwork. But as of, wait, what time is it? As of six minutes ago on Twitter, uh, they did say that they will be live chatting before and after the Mind Reader video premiere tonight at midnight. Okay, so they said it is going to be tonight. I'm glad you saw yeah. that just on here. Yeah, I just decided to look it up while you were good, while good. We were talking. So that's perfect. Um, so we're not going to Eastern Standard Time. So my we're time. not going to keep this podcast going until midnight, unfortunately. <laughs> Be like, so what'd you have for lunch today? <laughs> right, um, but I will put the link because I see it right now, like the yep. actual link to share it out. So I'll put that on Get Rocked. I'll put that on um, the YouTube comments and in the YouTube card if you want to check out the song. So that's exciting. At least it's we're something. gonna get it like we, we way get sooner. A, it's a music. It's a music video. They gave us yeah. twenty four hours saying when they're gonna get a new song, and they delivered right away. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad what I, I said. What I said. We are getting a new song. Yeah. <laughs> that worked out well. Um, <laughs> Good timing. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how this one turns out. Yeah. It'd be a real treat if they said at the end of the video or in the notes or in this live chat, mm. if they're doing a live chat after saying, okay, so when is the date? Even if it's June or July, you yeah. know, that's or, something. Or just say summer. Like, yes. Yeah. I, no, you know what? No, that's not even specific enough because they told us quarter one before and they couldn't true. even hold that. So if they want to say June. No, that's the bad thing. It's like it was supposed to be November and then like, oh, we need to tweak it. Okay, fine. I, I get that sometimes. But now you're missing your second deadline. Yeah, and that was an open-ended deadline with an yeah. easy, easy I, amount of time to work with. You had, so if it was due in November, you had all of November. Because wasn't it early November? Yes, it was. Yes, yeah. it was. So you had the rest of November. You had December. You had January, February. And then, yeah, stuff hit the fan in March. But you could still have you. You hopefully had the majority of it. Yeah, that's my thing right now is because if everything is recorded and they are truly working on mixing, that's yeah. something where the entire band doesn't have to be in the studio for. That yeah. can be done remotely and one that or can two be done remotely. Two people if you do, have like a good setup, you know. Two Heck, engineers you or an en- yeah, two engineers or an engineer and one band member can be in the studio. Everyone else can be working remote and just, just be calling feet. in. Well, yeah, work six feet, but also just be like remoting and calling in, and that's yeah. all you need. So. There's no more excuses. I was gonna say, yeah, I don't, I don't really sympathize. No, um, 
but it's just like this better be damn good uh, well like, we already know damn good well yeah i mean i've already heard two songs and i'm not but are they even gonna put those two on the album is what from i'm what wondering I, from because... what i understand yes because this is their first album with fueled by ramen okay because i remember was there the was such point. backlash for degenerates and so yes. then i was just like maybe that's just gonna be a single that they I'm, just i'm pretty sure that's gonna i'm pretty sure that's gonna be on there i could be wrong you could be right but at the same time pretty sure that's gonna be on there and the second song but and this new one mind reader ah uh, i just don't see how good of a surprise it can be to completely obliterate everything that's happened since mm. november so and those i'm sure they're gonna have a tour they were supposed to be on uh, Notfest Roadshow this spring. That got postponed, yeah. obviously. And that's and honestly, they are a good fit. They have a different oh, look, yeah. obviously, than Slipknot and Code Orange. But they do they do make a good fit with their music. If they played try to play Degenerates at Notfest Roadshow, they might get stuff thrown at them. See, so the oddball that actually enjoys Degenerates, but it's and that's also, fine. That was my first introduction to a day to remember. Right before and I went back and listened to everything else. Yeah, and it's it's a stark yeah. difference. And there's a big meme going around for a couple of months now. Can you imagine all the kids coming with their parents to hear oh. a day to remember and they only know degenerates? Or the marshmallow song. Yeah, or the marshmallow song too. Perfect example. And <laughs> when the band opens up with Second Sucks, the yeah. sheer panic of those parents fleeing for their lives. My yeah, they're not. No, but Junior. No. They're not opening with that. Uh-uh. <laughs> Man, uh, so Resentment is the second single. That was the name of it. Sorry. And Resentment's yes. better. I like Resentment better than Degenerates. However, Resentment is also a part of that very produced. Um, oh, yeah. You could tell it's spent a lot of time in the oven in the production studio, just like layering digital yeah. effects and track after track after track after track on the timeline before they rendered everything. I don't mind it. I don't mind it either. No, I don't at all. If this was the first single, I think people would be like, okay. Yeah. I don't think they're not nearly as much backlash, but yeah, there was a lot for that degenerates. And like uh, I said, at first I didn't understand because I'm pretty sure Sirius XM Octane uh, played. They did. Yeah. And so that's how I first heard them. I'm like, okay, I kind of like this vibe. Mm. But then I went back um, and listened to other things. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Get it. You instantly get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I still uh, like Degenerates. Just yeah, that's fine. I don't hate I, I don't care for it at all, but at the same time, I don't it's not the worst thing ever. That's very unfair to say that. It's very radio. Um, yes, it is. Friendly. And, <laughs> But at the same time, if Data Remember, if that's the baseline, if most of the song yeah. album sounds like Degenerates, they're going to have a problem. Yeah, they are. So, um, but I think that's why they scrapped it back in November because of all that backlash. And it was just, I like, honestly think so too. Oh, crap, guys, <laughs> we messed up. Gretchen, you nailed it right on the head because that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. I think I bet it's not the same album. And maybe not just even the band, maybe even Fueled by Ramen and other producers yeah. and stuff said, like, whoa, we gotta dial something back because <laughs> Yeah, we 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 miscalculated. We yeah. uh our our uh, audience uh, uh -huh. not digging it. Um so. yeah, I, I guarantee you we'll never see the album that was supposed to come out. I guess. Oh, oh, oh. Be so. interesting if they eventually release and be like, "Hey, you remember back in 2019? Yeah, yeah there's, maybe there's that album we never released. 
Yeah, maybe they'll have all those original cuts, you know, mm -hmm. that they eventually release and things like that. Because that, yeah, the B-sides. So that's very possible. That'd be kind uh, of a fun little gimmick. Yes, it would. And like cool. bands always do B-side albums and stuff like that after they've oh, been yeah. around for a while. So that could work too. But yeah, I'll post on GetRock.net for this week's episode the actual Zoom call because that's on Twitter and Facebook as well. Again, it's less than a minute and you can tell it's very... They're all in their separate houses. They're all on their phones, telling the jokes. And I haven't watched it yet. You're not missing. Because, you're not because must, anything. Not anything scripted like that makes me feel. And and I don't know if it was cringy at all. But anything. No, like no. That, okay, because anything like that gives me secondhand embarrassment, and that's like one of the worst feelings ever. Oh man, you should. So, you shouldn't watch my videos then. <laughs> so moving on from a day to remember um we've talked about more tours and things like that we mentioned briefly that in this moment completely post they announced that they completely postponed their tour but they will be making it up not sure when yet but it will be the same band fingers crossed it's a time that i can make it <laughs> make this fall Godsmack has completely canceled their tour and they said they're not going to do any touring for 2020. And did they I have a tour in place yet or were they just in talks for one? I think they were in talks for one. Okay, so it's not like anything had come about. Right. Not that I'm aware of. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's just what I understood. Because yeah. Godsmack's another band that lives on the road, especially last year. Yeah. And their album came out in 2018. Well, I However, guess we won't see them at any festivals in the fall. <laughs> no, and I did make the joke. They're going to try to spend this time off working on a better album than that last piece of trash they put out. Oh Sweet mercy, God, Godsmack. So mean. Uh, I was a Godsmack defender for a long, long time. It was a radio-friendly album. It wasn't friendly, though. It, it, was, it was lame. radio... It existed. <laughs> I don't uh, know. The radio liked it. They're still playing Bulletproof on Octane. Why yeah. I don't know. They're still jamming that I out. I really like that one. Uh, 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 I liked it too until they played it into the ground. Uh, I didn't like that chorus. I didn't like that chorus from the first time I heard it. And there's better stuff on that album that that Bulletproof, When Legends Rise, the title track. That's yeah. fine. That is fine. Yeah, I like that one. But that is the best thing on the album <laughs> by a long shot. So harsh. Well, that's just. Actually, I haven't heard the entire album, so I can't really say. Yeah, I, I assure you, that's the I've, best. I've heard what Octane has played for me. Well, you've heard enough then, because they've had a few songs on there now. Under Your Scars is up yeah. there and Yeah, they're still else. playing that one. Yeah. And also, on a side note, while everyone's trying to figure out how bands can make money and things like that, um, if you're interested in supporting your favorite band, one way is just check out their websites and buy new merch, because a lot of bands have new merch up now. I have like so for cancel tours, coming. I know. I just got. I just got another T. I just got the nothing more stay at home T-shirt, which is mm -hmm. great with their logo. And a lot of bands, have you noticed, are doing face masks. Yeah, and that's what nothing more did. Are they because they had their image yeah, logo, but it's one. a blue face mask. Yeah, Ice Nine Kills had one. Motionless mm -hmm. and White had one. Yeah, so they're doing it smart. It's just something fun. Yeah, and you could, you could easily support your bands that way. And you uh, can use those in the future, especially if you go to like AfterShock. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and people so know what it is too. Use. And this is not, and that's the one thing. This pandemic is not exclusive to people, you know. You don't have to say, Oh, were you a part of the pandemic? Duh. Everyone was. <laughs> everyone was. What are you talking so, about? Yeah, exactly. So people know right away this is affecting everyone. 
<laughs> and the reason I also bring this up, there are other people that have like side businesses. Johnny Chow from Stone Sour, the bassist, he has his own restaurant that he's had for a while. And he's started a GoFundMe to help support not only the restaurant, keep it running while everything's shutting down. You can't have customers in, um, but also support the staff and stuff like that. I'll have the link for the GoFundMe. Even if it's just a dollar or two, Mm -hmm. That still helps out a ton for a lot of people because if like 50 people put in a dollar, that's 50 bucks right there. So you'd be helping out a lot more people than you realize for people that are really struggling right now. And that's another service industry job that could be going kaput just like Mm -hmm. everything else. Uh, And it's an essential job, but with the way things are going as of now, over 16 million people have filed for unemployment in the past two weeks. And people on unemployment are making more money than essential workers on average so it's it's a bad situation but i won't try to, not gonna not gonna try to get political not gonna try to be topical of what's going on because this affects everyone but you guys already know the deal about that so with all that being said um this week i will be posting a review on enter shikari's new album and for those of you who are not familiar with enter shikari um, they're an electronic rock band from UK who's been around for quite a while. I was later to the game than most. Um, Crash is a big fan. John has been a, known him since about 2008. I was very late. I didn't jump on until 2017. However, this new album, Nothing is True and Everything is Possible, is the new album. It's more of a concept album. It's wild. It's a lot of fun. I'm, I'll spoil it right now. It's really good. But it's also very wild. They have everything from distortion and wub dubs to classic symphony instruments. So it's all over the place. It's great to describe the band if you've never heard it. Think The Killers, but British and a little more electronic than The Killers. And The Killers use electronic elements too, but I'd say a little... um, I would say Anishikara uses more. But yeah, that's a good way to put some of their more standard stuff. I, was and, to say, I may have to check them out because I really like the killers. I'll send you, yeah, I'll send you a link. I, Gretchen, I think I don't know if you'd love everything on this because uh, just the way because it's more of a story driven album that's mm-hmm. all over the place. But some of the songs I think you would love. So mm. I will post that on Friday. I will have How Did I Miss This, where I'm covering six albums all voted on by my patrons coming up. And one of those, I'll spoil it right now, is Spanish Love Songs, Brave Faces, everyone, which is my favorite album of the year. I already told Gretchen about this a few times. And so I finally get to talk, I'll talk about that, recommend it, and things like that, along with five other albums. And if I'll put a link to 10 Bad Songs by Good Bands, the video again. If that video does well enough in views, then I will do the reverse, being 10 Good Songs by Bad Bands. So... Good luck with that. Yeah, so, well, <laughs> I, I'm aware of my comment section and how butthurt a lot of the boomers are getting. I'm getting a lot more boomer traffic, boomers. and I know it's... because like, they're I can, all at home bored. They're all at home, exactly. And <laughs> you can tell one, first they of all, they're boomers. They would be boom- angry. And, like, before everyone gets to how do you know they're boomers? Well, first of all, it says that in the age demographics when I look at the channel growth <laughs> over the last couple weeks. Two, you can tell because they all have pictures of themselves doing a selfie in their truck or whatever, and it's their actual name in the comment section. And, like, they don't know how... What's that weird selfie where it's, like, from the chin up? Yeah, exactly. It's not angled. Yeah, you get that, too. The worst one I had, um, I kind of felt bad for the guy because he didn't know how commenting worked because, like, he thought, like, he was watching the video live. So he was... He commented, like, six comments on the video from a video in 2017. And all his comments were, hey, I like this song. Second comments, this song's good, too. 
third song. What are you talking about? Everyone loves this song, but he wasn't saying which song it was. So he was like live commenting, just watching know. the video of which song he was like referring to, but he didn't realize how stupid it sounded in retrospect. So no. there's been an influx of that. I'm just thankful for the views, I guess. People, if people are going to complain about a video so from say, 2016, hey, let them. That's em. engagement. It is. That is strong <laughs> engagement, too. That means they've been watching, they're watching through the video. Be like, thank you for those six comments. Yeah. That's a boost. But yeah, but if you're going to talk to me about 2016, a video in 2016, eh, oh, whatever. Be like, bro, I don't even remember what I did yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Neither do you. So. <laughs> so, that being said, I think that's all for some stuff upcoming. Again, I'll say it once more. If the video does well enough in views, I, I mean, I just posted it on Friday, but if it gets enough views to a certain threshold of Ted, Bad songs by good bands. I will do the reverse in May, and here's hoping for that because I know a lot of people want that one. Other than that, if you have any suggestions for list videos, because that's going to be a big thing trying to grow the channel in the summer, like spring and summer, especially right now with everyone at home. If you have a top 10 list or a 10 list or just a, like a list in general, let me know in the comments. And Gretchen, I know you are still working on your channel with stuff too. Anything you would like to plug on what's going on on your channel? Um, Please watch my videos now. Um, Besides that, uh, I mean, I've got a video at the end of this week where it's like I'm always asked this one specific question, so I decided to do a video about it, and it's how to get rid of a Pearson bump. Okay, so that's it's my something most that asked actually, question. Yeah, that's fair. That's something people can actually practically use, though, in a video people can come back to. So. Mm -hmm. There you go. So that being said, thank you guys all for tuning in. I know it's a crazy time, but we appreciate your support. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do. We're getting really close to a thousand subs now. If you have a friend or you have a secondary YouTube account uh, or second Gmail with Google and YouTube, go ahead and subscribe with that too, because now we just want that extra little bumps. So we can start monetizing these podcasts on YouTube. If you just listen through Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple, Google, whatever, go for it. That helps us out too. So thanks again. And Gretchen, do you have anything you would like to end with? Please stay home and continue to social distance so that we can go back to shows in June. Dang it. You ended that last time, though. I still mean it. Well, well that's I'm not questioning your sincerity. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you know. I ain't got nothing else to add. Yeah, I guess. Let's all hope like if you want all those tours to start coming back in fall. Then you got to be good and now. not be prolonged until fall 2021, like that one person said. Yeah, that might be a little extreme, I think. But we don't want to get to that point. We don't. So, so stay home. Stay home, guys. Just stay home for the rest of April. Take this. This is the closest most of us will ever have to a summer vacation as adults. That's true. Fair. So enjoy it while you can. Play Final Fantasy VII Remake. Play Animal Crossing. Yes. Play a, play an instrument, learn a new language, both of which are extremely cheap or free through online support, like tutorials and stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check that out, too. So thanks again, and uh, stay tuned. We'll be back next week. Wash your hands, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>